Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path of recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn. Hey, what's up, Mikey? How you doing, brother? You know, doing really well. Back in the coffee you shop, know, are yeah, you really? Flip of the year, things are things are starting to take course for 2024, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's just uh, it, it's it's just weird to be living sober, you know. I know. I, I normally have like big charts and what I'm going to do. Like, you know, since 2018, I've posted the best year of my life every single year. Be since 2018 and 23, it was just amazing. And I normally have charts and flip charts and PowerPoints. Did you plan do. for the growth and then execute on it, or did growth just happen? No, 23 I planned and and executed on 90% of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 2024, I'm so busy executing in 23, I really didn't build a new plan for 24. I think what I told you was just do more yeah, of what you're do, doing. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. Right. And, and what I have found on this path, on this sober path, sobriety is a superpower, right? Um, excellence will find me. Yeah. Something will come up. Right. And it's like, Hey, I want you to do this. So yeah. I, I, I don't know, man, but welcome 2024. We're, we're rocking and rolling. And, you know, I, I always love getting in the coffee shop with you. Yeah, you know, it's been funny. We've been on a run probably for the last eight episodes or so, and and um, and everything is, you know, clipping along. We've had some great guests, really good guests, and and uh, you know, I I don't know. I think I was thinking because I go back and listen to these to write the blogs, you know, yeah. and then uh, and then I think sometimes you know people think we take this like n- not serious enough. Um, other times, I think we're over serious. I, I don't know what the fine line is. I mean, it's a serious disease that 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 had me crushed us, crushed me, crushed me, crushed us to the to the cliff of death. But but now I'm giddy. not just saying those words. That's right. Now I'm giddy because I'm not there anymore. And <clears throat> but I forget sometimes. I I don't. I just appreciate so much what I have. I, I, I have a tendency to forget that there are other people out there in agony. And so when we're doing quick little jokes, I'm like, okay, my bad. I mean, I'm very serious about my sobriety, but but in the same breath, you know, I'm is that do you, yeah. are you sensing my struggle? No, totally. And, and that's kind of what we, we want to chat about today is, you know, let's just call it the ugly side of, of, of sobriety, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe not ugly side, but the real side of sobriety. Um, yeah, because, I mean, hey. I mean, let's just put a couple things out there first, right? So, so one is most of us, and I've talked to a thousand alcoholics, so I can say, you know, statistically, what I'm going to say is probably true. Most of us learned, especially drinking, to fake through stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, to to not be real, fake through, and you know, especially when you're hungover. Let me pretend like I'm not hungover. Let me pretend like I'm not drunk, and you know, right. you just right. So, in sobriety, one of the things. You know that that I noticed is I was becoming real, I was becoming a genuine Glenn. Um, and then what happened is over time, I became okay. The genuine Glenn was okay to be right. Mm-hmm. 
Now, in sobriety, we talk about, hey, unicorns and rainbows and the pink cloud, and we talk about, oh, let's have fun and let's have all this stuff, right? And that's, you know, but but we really, and and I think that's okay, right? Because we were in so much pain, it's, it's okay to have some unicorns and rainbows. But but I think, like like you said, <coughs> excuse me, there's there's some real pain out there, Um you know, still for people, breathing. Yeah, especially still... coming out of the holidays, man. I mean, yeah, everybody's right. like, hey, you know, ho, ho, ho. There are people that are in absolute pain right. being crushed through the holidays. I talk to them, so I know that mm-hmm. for a fact. I'm not just saying that. I know that. And, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I got a text this week, and that's kind of what, what I just want to throw out there and, and just chat through it, you know, and, and process it, I guess. Um you know, because you know, when when you're out there working with people and for people in sobriety, and, and you're putting, you know, content or doing a podcast, you know, and and we just don't know, you just don't know the impact you're having on people, right? right? And 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 sometimes we get some feedback, and it's cool feedback, and hey, you guys are funny, and I know they're talking about you, and I get it, and you yeah. know, it's, but but it's cool stuff. But um, there is there is a guy. Um, who I connected with probably, let's just say, nine to 12 months, right? He's a guy, he's from L.A., and he's um, um, like a sober rapper dude, right, trying to find sobriety, trying to live sobriety. And and we connected and probably once a week, right, maybe once a week, once every week and a half or so, maybe two weeks, right? Is text or text? Uh, no, I'm Axe. sorry. It's uh, Twitter. We were on Instagram. Instagram, okay. But also Twitter. I mean, you know, he's around, right? And and I mean, he's trying to live his sober life day at a time, and he and he's going through a lot of struggles, mm-hmm. right? Going through a lot of struggles, and I was trying to give him some insight because they're same struggles that I went through. And I'm like, hey, here's what I did, and some other guys I know, like you. I always tell your your stories, and um, you know, I'm like, hey, man, there's a solution. That's my common theme when I work with people. I'm like, man, there is a solution. It may not be today. You know, and suffer better is another one of mine, and and you know, and so you know, I I I, I never talked to the guy. He's got a cool sober rap song out there that was part of his, you know, profile stuff. I don't know if he did it or somebody else did it, but you know, really cool sober rap song, and and I really related to it. And so we 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 connected, and and you know, this week. You know, let's just process this together. Are you cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, so I, so I get this message from, and he says, I'm going to commit suicide. I'm just letting you know I tried. And that was it, man. He His profile went dark. He took he removed his profile. I can't find him anywhere. And, and that was three days ago, you know? And, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he pops up somewhere. I'm hoping he reaches out. I'm hoping he whatever. He knows my stuff, right? And we've connected for almost a year, you know? And and I'm like, man, that is such an ugly side of sobriety, you know? And and we've known people, you know, we've gone to funerals, you know, folks that have gone that route. And and it's just, just a challenge, man. And, and, you know, my first reaction is – what could I have done better? How could I have supported him better? Right? Um, you know, I reflected on that. I'm like, hey, man, for a social media relationship, 
you know, I feel I did the best I could. You know, I was there for him, sharing my story of experience, strength, and hope. I was there and I listened. Um, but I, I couldn't buy his sobriety for him. I couldn't be sober for him. He had to do that. And, Glenn, you and I both know that there is nothing, nothing that anyone, words didn't matter to us, right? They didn't matter to us. There was nothing. People told me I was going to lose my family. I was going to lose my career. I was going to lose my kids. I was ruining. I heard all those things, right? People told me on the other side of it that there was a solution, that there was hope, that there was something more to live for. I didn't listen to the words, mm -hmm. you know? So you, there was no magical tweet you could have put out there, if that's even what they call it. There was no magical post you could have, pretty Instagram message that you could have pulsated out there that until you're ready, you can't, until you're ready, you, you, you can't take that step, right? Yeah, and, and, and I think early on when I was trying to, you know, starting to, to you know, sponsor folks, I took, a, I took their success 100% on my shoulders. Yeah. And that just, you know, and, and then I started looking at how my sponsor handled me, right? And he's like, hey, my job is to carry the message. My job is to be there. My job is not to carry you. Right. His scorecard is not how I do. Right. It's how he delivers the uh, message, and and I don't know, man. It's not all. It's not all. You know, unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. Likewise, I I um I hand out my number a lot at meetings there. So there's a tradition for those that know it, and in AA, you know, you 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 build numbers in your an arsenal of phone numbers in your phone. Um, and, and traditionally, when you go to meetings, there, there'll be a lot of swapping of phone numbers. So I give my number out a lot. You know, I got a call. So if you give it out 20 times, how many calls you get? Well, it doesn't matter how many. It matters how impactful they are. So I get a call. I get a, I get a random call. And the dude is on the street. He, he's trying to get into detox. He's shaken. He's physically sick. And he's at some intersection in the inner city, and he's got nowhere to go. And he calls me. He calls me. And, you know, I. Wow. Since that day. So, what I did was I said, <laughs> I need he, to. He, I need he, to he get was you some. Right? Yes. Yeah. I said, I need to get you some resources. Yep. I, I need to be there for you, but you've got to give me 10 minutes. And I hung up and I made 10 phone calls. And the best advice I got was, and I should have been more prepared with this because I didn't realize we would go this section, this direction. Who'd but, you call? Um, I ultimately gave him the the um, phone number for SAMHSA, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and it's in our, we have it listed in our, well, suicide in our resource room. Yeah, right. And 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 uh, addiction care. So, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll and they handle everything. They can handle everything from getting you into detox. Samsung. Getting you, yes, Samsung. Okay. May I? Okay. Yes. And and that was the best I could do for him. Did you call but, Matt G? Huh? Did you call Matt G? Uh, I don't know if I called Matt G. If yeah. he was one of my 10 Stevie calls. G? Here's the point. 
The point is, Glenn, we put ourselves in that position because we have a desire to be a bridge for people that are in the water right now. And when they're ready to reach out of that water, we need to have given them something to hold on to. And that's a risk we're going to take because this is what we want to do. It is my desire to help somebody out of that drowning water, that water that's, <clears throat> right? Yeah, it's funny. I'm processing it. and I'm, you know, It's almost like, I mean, a lot of people put their names in that card, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, I believe this is my purpose. I went through what I went through, and it makes me qualified to help somebody, right? right? That, like, so I have 10, I have 10 phone, phone numbers, too. And I've had to use them at times. You know, I've mm -hmm. had people call me in desperation and they're like, you know, and, and I go through nine of them and my 10th one is 911. Yeah, right. Because you know what? I, all I am at that point, I am not help. I am a switchboard. That's right. That's all I was for this guy. And, and I I'm got, like, you know I what? Boom connected. to me. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm going to connect to you to, to you yeah. and I'm going to connect you to you. And I'm going to connect, you know, it's like the old wires and the old fashioned yeah, switchboards. Right. Sure. I mean, that's how I view myself. Nothing comes out of my mouth. I am a resource of tools, mm. and I'm spewing tools at that point. Um, and and frankly, the the nine phone calls before nine one one, the nine phone calls are people that help me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And 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 I I was a level of acuteness, right, where I knew, and I have been through enough detoxes and enough hospital visits and enough. Re I mean, I I have the game down. Right. right, and 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 so that's where I think, you know, we always say God's turn turn our mess into a message. I think He's turned our mess in, into a resource for other people that are going through the mess. But you can't help everybody. No, you can't. You know, and 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 what's amazed me, and I'm I'm saying this to be real, but it's, you know. I regret getting that text. I feel bad. Oh, for I him felt terrible because I, felt terrible. I, I think there's. I, I know a thousand percent that there's a solution right. and it seems like he didn't find it. Right. He didn't grab on. And, right. and part of it is I'm like, I'm like, man, I shared my, my mess, my message, my solution. Right. Right. And, and maybe I didn't say it the right way. Maybe I should have sang the rap song instead mm -hmm. of social media text. Right. Maybe when I was out there in LA, I should have hooked up with him. I, I don't know, but I don't, you know what? I question only to sharpen myself for the next call. Right. I don't question to beat myself up because in that situation, I've, you know, I've assessed it. And I'm like, hey, I did all I could for the guy in that in that scenario. Right. 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 And and hey, I you know I learned may, maybe for the next guy, but you know, hey, I just hope and pray, you know, because suicide is a permanent solution, solution to a temporary to problem. a temporary problem. That's right. I mean, we know that. Yes. We know people that have been on the cliff of suicide. They step back and they change their lives and prove that what they were going through was total desperation, but there was a way out. You're talking to a guy. Yeah. You're talking totally, to a guy man. that was on the on the ledge, you know? And totally, man. I mean, there's a there's a way out. So I mean, you know what? We we've done some episodes recently about the fun of sobriety and, and, and hey. You know what? You know, it's like when we go to church and we hear the message about the holidays and like, oh, holidays, jingle, jingle, you know, ho, right. ho, ho, jingle bells. 
you know, but there's people in there that are sitting in absolute pain with what they're going through in their life at that time, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think it's okay to bring up an episode where like, you know, hey, there's an, there's a real side of sobriety, you know, it's not all unicorns and elephants and rainbows, right. there's pain and, and, and what can we learn from that? What tools can we use? Do we have the right tools? Do we need new tools? And right? are we ever going to be perfect at it? I no. Mean, we're not. I well, mean, it's, I think it's an art and a science. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the science comes when you dial 911. I think that's when the, the science. But, I mean, it's really an art. Helping and working with people is an art. And I, and I don't think the result is up to you. I go back to the result wasn't up to my sister gave me such strong advice when I was deep in my addiction. She gave me sound, practical, logical advice. She didn't have the right words to get me out of my addiction. It wasn't until I gave up the fight that I realized then I hung on to her words because they were in my memory. But the practical, when they were coming out of her mouth, made no sense to me. And you know, it's timing, and and you know what? It's not always our timing. It's it, it's not our timing. We can't manage the clock. I think it's carry the message the best that you can, best format, the best way that you can, and uh, you can't carry the alcoholic. You can't carry the result. Right. I just, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, as much as we spent a couple minutes here looking at the ugly and real side, there's a great upside to sobriety. Well, I'm going to tell you, I uh, I introduced, uh, I might have shared this before, but we were at a, I was out in a social setting and ran into a sponsee, and the sponsee was with somebody else, and, and they said, this is Mike. He saved my life. And then he gave me a big hug. Man, that's amazing. I didn't do anything. I was just, as you suggested, I only just told him how I got out of the miry muck. Yeah, it's funny. I, re- I recently went to um, dinner with my sponsor and his uh, new girlfriend. <clears throat> and, you know, I mean, they've been dating, I don't know, three or four months or whatever, right? And and I, I, I and they've known each other their whole lives, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, right. you know, they're just metal they're match or whatever. Right, right, right. So they know each so I said, look, I said, you think you know the guy sitting next to you? I said, I'm going to spend five minutes telling you aside about him that he didn't tell you. I said, because he's too humble. I said, the guy saved my life. Right. You know, so I did the exact same thing. And for five, seven, eight minutes, I just went on like, here's what he did here. Here's what he did here. Here's what he did for two years here. Here's what he did here. You know, and I just railed for eight minutes and, and uh, you know. And she, she, she was, she was, I had no idea. I'm like, he's my lighthouse. He's my savior, man. And, and I, it's really how I look at it because the guy never gave up on me. Everybody said, oh, what are you doing? What are you sponsoring him for? He's such a failure. He relapsed again for the 50th time. He's in another hospital. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not giving up. Mm-hmm. And now I got eight and a half, whatever, you're sober. So I, I, I don't know, man. I just I appreciate the opportunity to come out and just just kind of put that out there, and you know, 
I don't think we're going to put a bow on it, but no. um, but there's um, there is hope out there, and I just and hope he shows up. Yeah, there is a solution. There is a solution. I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and, a- and what's amazing is my whole life, you know, asking for help was a failure, and what I've learned the last ten years is asking for help with the people in AA is a superpower. Yep. Without a doubt, it's a superpower. When you ask for help, help is there in so many ways. And here's the thing that goes against the normal human nature. Nobody asks for anything in return. Right. Yep. That's not how the world works. That's one of the very unique early things I learned about AA is these people are different. You did what for me? And you didn't ask for anything? Right. You don't want money back? You got my car pulled out of the airport that was parked for a week because I couldn't find it because I was too drunk? You don't want money back? I mean, I what? I mean, can nothing I, Nothing works like that. Can, you know? I, can I pile on for a second, though? Yeah. And that is that there might be somebody listening who's in the dark spot, right? And so I, to them, I say two things. I say, first of all, reach out to Samso. Um, re- go to our website. There's a resource room. So silver.coffee, www.silver.coffee. Go to the resource room. There's a plethora of resources out there. Also, if AA isn't the solution for you, don't give up. There's other solutions. Just don't give up the fight. Take whatever ounce of energy you have left and fight for yourself. That's all I want to say. All right, brother. Love you. Love you too, man. All right. See you next week. All right. Keep swimming. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.